Residents in five Northeast Ohio nursing homes received coronavirus vaccinations that had not been kept at the proper temperatures and have to get revaccinated. The Cleveland Auto Show plans a return, but at year's end. And the Cuyahoga County IT overhaul has yet another in a very long line of cost overruns and delays. Will it ever be done? It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Wednesday, February 3rd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Residents in five Northeast Ohio nursing homes will have to be revaccinated against the coronavirus because Walgreens has discovered some of the shots may not have been stored at the proper temperatures. Governor Mike DeWine announced this Tuesday. The residents got shots from Walgreens pharmacists on Monday. When Walgreens noticed the error, which was identified through a quality control procedure, it reached out to the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the vaccine manufacturer. No one has been reported sick or hurt from the error. The nursing homes affected include Six Chimneys and Willow Park Convalescent Home in Cleveland, Heather Hill Care Communities in Chardon, and two in Ashtabula Counties. Not everyone who has received vaccines in these facilities got potentially ineffective shots. Walgreens provided shots to people from different lots. The future of the coronavirus pandemic is not certain, but the people behind the Cleveland Auto Show are planning to stage it this year anyway, just not until December and in a new venue. The Cleveland Auto Show plans to move to the Huntington Convention Center of Cleveland. Now that the longtime home for the show, the IX Center, is closed, the show will run from December 4th to the 12th. The downtown convention center is much smaller than the IX Center. The new space will take longer to get set up up because entry areas aren't as large. Organizers hope to use the adjacent public auditorium. The show would feature 500 cars compared to 800 at the IX Center version. Cuyahoga County's information technology overhaul will be delayed again, this time by another six months, and add another $600,000 to the cost, putting the project 44% over its original $25 million budget. Two major components of the project, related to payroll and timekeeping, are now expected to go live at the beginning of 2022, busting a July 2021 anticipated completion date. The delay and cost overrun are the latest in a years-long string of setbacks for a project that was originally supposed to be complete by the end of 2018 and is now expected to cost taxpayers $34 million. Every few months, organizers return turned to the county council to report another delay, another overrun. It was supposed to be a signature project of the Armin Budish administration, but has been bollocksed from the start. When Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted announced last week that he planned to run for governor in the future, we wondered how often lieutenant governors had made that leap in Ohio. Data guru Rich Exner went to the archives and found that a small collection of politicians in Ohio history were lieutenant governors before becoming governor. This is a group that in recent times includes three of the last six elected governors, Mike DeWine, George Voinovich, and Richard Celeste. In total, eight lieutenant governors have gone on to become governor, though the first five made the move up not by election, but by resignation or death. Check out Rich Exner's story on Cleveland.com. 
The COVID-19 pandemic has exacerbated another public health crisis that has plagued the state for the past decade, the opioid epidemic. Opioid overdose deaths soared to record levels in Ohio during the second quarter of 2020, reports Evan McDonald. Drug use and alcohol use have increased during the pandemic as many try to cope with feeling lonely, anxious, and depressed. The state reported a higher death rate from April 1st to June 30th than any other quarter in the past 10 years. The spike was particularly troubling because the opioid overdose death rate had been declining over the 24 months that preceded the pandemic. Other states experienced similar surges. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that at least 81,000 drug overdose deaths during the 12-month period that ended May 2020, an all-time high for a one-year stretch. By the fall, at least 40 states were on pace to see drug overdose deaths rise in 2020. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.